What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to Underpaid, the podcast brought to you by two guys hanging out in the bottom of a sewer. Rob, how are you doing today, bro? Doing pretty good, my friend. Uh, it's a little a little smelly down here, and the Wi-Fi is not working. But uh, other than that, I can't complain. <laughs> yeah, my game is lagging out. We can't even play Fortnite down here. But uh, anyways, wait. Is that somebody else coming down the sewer right now? Oh, Yo, my God. What is that? That's our That's our special guest. Everybody, give a warm welcome for the legendary, the notorious, multi-band. <sighs> What's up, everybody? You already know. It's all about motivation. Coming to hang out with my two guys and one cup in the in the fresh little podcast they got. Can I be hey, the cup? Can I be the cup? Heaven? <laughs> Wait, what? Uh, Rob said he wants to be the cup. Yo, I don't know whoa. who you're talking about. I'm not involved in that at all. Uh, Bands, it's good to have you here, bro. This is our friend Kenton. We might refer to him as Bands. We might refer to him as Kenton, or we might call him multiple sclerosis or uh, uh, multigrain rice. Uh, yo, how you feeling, Kenton? Um, pretty good. Got multiple females over here, you know. Oh, is that why you cut? Ca- is that why they call you multi bands? Yeah, actually, because you know, I I always have multiple. I multiply the bands easily, you know, number blue hundreds, and I have multiple girlfriends. Hey, bro, you are a living legend. I gotta say, I'm I'm so glad that you're my friend. A true something like that. I could teach you a couple things. You and Rob, I need to teach y'all a lot, bro. You guys, if y'all if y'all follow my YouTube channel, you would have seen uh. Me and Kenton, actually, this is the same friend that I played, and we had a tournament, a Call of Duty tournament. I posted the video on my YouTube. Y'all got to go Ooh, watch it. Oh, yeah. That. Noah got smoked in that one. <laughs> no, y'all Sheesh. seen that. Boy. It's, a, it's a real spicy competition a, between Noah and It's an and everyday games. thing, you know? It's, it's weird because just... when it comes to gaming, me and Kenton always have like an ongoing beef. No matter what game it is, we're always beefing. Instigated by yours, truly. He, he wants to talk so much shit, but then he gets mopped by me you know yeah mopped with that mopped. voice cracking damn <laughs> it's getting spicy y'all might need another one <laughs> all right guys look on a more serious note this is our first podcast in the past week i think i think we missed uh well, we didn't miss we actually dropped two episodes already and now we got this one coming out and over this past week something tragic happened the whole world already knows about it but the whole thing with Kobe and his daughter and everybody else on that helicopter, it was just tragic. Honestly, terrible. Worst celebrity death that I've ever witnessed uh, or go down, I guess I should say. And Ken actually honestly, told me the other day, he said that uh, this is the second biggest death that he's ever experienced since Michael Jackson. And I think I have to agree with that, bro. This yeah, might be the second biggest bro. death since yeah. Michael Jackson. I've never seen a basketball player so historic go down like that. Ever. It's bro, it happens so out of the we were actually I think we were all playing or no, I was playing the game with someone else, but yeah, just I mean literally minutes before it happened like Kobe's impact and everything, even if you didn't like sports like even over the past couple years the whole Kobe when you make a shot on games or in person and that literally happened like uh me and my friend were playing Call of Duty and he got a game winning kill with the grenade and he was like Kobe and uh like how people do and then like uh 10 minutes later we're just scrolling the timeline and see that happen and I don't know bro that's just devastating and like the whole not like condolences to his family and everybody involved there was a lot of people involved but it really just that crushed me to see him go with his daughter, that was just terrible, bro. Like, I don't know. That really that really hurt to witness. What made yeah, it crazy it's, it's for me? Somebody, oh, you go ahead, Rob. Oh, what made it crazy for me is, like, I saw the thing on the, on the, I don't know if you guys saw this, where LeBron had broke his record, and then Kobe was, like, saluting him or whatever. And yeah. Then when I saw that, I saw everybody on the internet going, like, damn, RIP Kobe, RIP Kobe. And I was like, nah, maybe they're just talking about his record. Like, you know, you know how sports fans be like, you know, you break a record, they might be like, oh, yeah, RIP to his record, his legend, LeBron's, LeBron is better or whatever. And then, yeah. nah, I went and opened up uh, Instagram and I saw from TMZ or every all the blogs reporting it, that Kobe had died. And I was like, no way. And I went on Google and I typed in Kobe Bryant and there's the whole front page of Google, which is Kobe Bryant died in a helicopter crash. Yeah, pretty. It, it, that was tragic, bro. Like, I don't know. Like, 
That yeah, to that be really honest, hurt. To, to be honest, I would have thought um, Kobe would have like made it to be like a old old timer, really, bro. Just it's just so awful, bro. And he he had such an impact on so many yeah. people, so many people's lives, like his mentality, his work ethic, everything, bro. Like he was just everybody would always think of Kobe when you're you're working extra hard. So yeah. It's like, oh no. No, I mean the whole world though I think the whole world felt that. That 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 was just super tragic. So I don't know. I don't want this whole episode to be dark or sad or anything, but that definitely we all we're all sending our uh condolences and stuff to to all the families involved. Tragic situation, y'all. Tragic. Yeah, but, but Kobe would would have wanted everybody to keep pushing, bro. He wouldn't want nobody to stay in a lower Facts. vibration of themselves. He would still tell you to get up and keep pushing. Put one foot forward and move on, you know? So that's what we got. Bro, you do. are pretty motivational, Ken. That was actually really good. That brought my spirit right back up. Yeah, definitely, man. Yes, sir. That's exactly what Kobe <laughs> The notorious multi-bands. True. Yo, so uh, you guys, this is something I actually don't know about you guys at all, and I, I think it'll spark up a good conversation. Because uh, on the last, or maybe it was the first podcast, I kind of gave a uh, a story about how we all kind of started hanging out and meeting from like me because uh for those of y'all who don't know or if y'all didn't listen go listen to the first podcast you'll see how i started meeting uh rob and kenton and we all became friends but uh i never have asked you guys this actually how y'all became friends and how y'all got so close because you guys have been friends way before we all three have been friends well to be honest um to be honest i was just going to the basketball court in my neighborhood all the time you know, what in the falls or what? Come, yeah, yeah, in the falls. Everybody would just come to the to the falls to play basketball and like hang out and just chill and whatever after school. And then wait, so I, I thought you guys, I thought y'all met in like middle school or like elementary school for some reason. I don't know why I always thought. I think that. it was ninth grade or tenth school? grade. Yeah, it, it was it was tenth grade high school. Yeah, it was tenth yeah. grade. Tenth grade. Yeah. Yeah, and, uh, I had went to the basketball court and I met Rob. You feel me? We was both kind of stoners, so I guess he <laughs> popped out. He popped out with a, a shoebox paper joint. It was a Vans shoebox paper. It was rolled nice. up like that. I was like, Whoa. boy, boy, you might as well get some Bible paper. So, <laughs> yeah, that's know. bad. Yeah, like some jail time, jail, jailhouse smoke shit. Like he, really I, I think everybody's that. experienced that though. <laughs> I think not the Vans paper, but like some some bad rolling paper back in the day. Like I think everybody's done it at least once. Because it's tragic, bro. Yeah. You got the weed, but you don't have the the, the means to smoke it. You know? Is it just yeah, yeah. me, y'all, or like when you uh, like I have no problem with weed or anything like that. But uh, back in the day, it seems like the whole experience of like probably in those days, ninth grade or maybe yeah, ninth grade or so, when you're like still trying to not get caught by your parents and. You're like trying to find, like, get the weed and meet up with your friends, and everybody just wants to get stoned. Those days hit different than when it's just super accessible and everybody's doing it like it's normal. Uh, to be honest, when you're hiding from your parents or whatever, I feel like you you get those like awesome highs. <laughs> it was always better when when your parents never knew you smoked because nice. you, know, you would just smoke. You come sit at the dinner table, got a big home cooked meal. Like, oh, this look good. What? Start chowing down. Uh, Kenton or Rob, either of y'all, uh, I guess whoever wants to answer first. Uh, did either of y'all have any like experience of uh, getting or any type of memory of like getting caught by your parents in like a bad way? Hell Even if yeah, it's not related to smoking, anything, maybe like anything. Uh, Dude, my mom is like a psychopath when it comes to weed, bro. And it's because her brother which is like my uncle. He's like like the black sheep of the family. Like they don't talk about him. I, I've only seen this guy like twice or three times in my life. But like he was like a major crackhead, like heroin, pills, crack, all that shit. Like there's a story of where they he stole. He broke in my grandmother's house and stole everything from the house and went and auctioned it off. And they found him like in an alley somewhere, like cracked out. So like my mom is one of those people that thinks that weed is like crack. But what's funny about my mom is that my mom's from the Caribbean islands, bro which is like Antigua and near Antigua is like Barbados and, and Jamaica, bro. Everybody over there smoked, bro. My aunts and my uncles and my cousins, all of them smoked. My mom was just like this, like my mom's like one of those people who like 
would literally go and sign a ballot to make marijuana like not legal. Like she was literally out of her mind when it came to weed. That's bro. crazy. She's literally like, no, no, no. It's it's a That's real wild. problem, dude. It's a real. Wait, problem. so did you get caught or something or what? Yeah, I've got caught numerous times. My mom would just go crazy, bro, crazy. Start asking me if I'm smoking crack, taking pills, doing this, doing that, just from smoking weed, bro. Like can't even just like take a seat and shut the hell up. Crazy. That's well, crazy. they say they say weed is a gateway. But I'm, but my mom was kind of like that too, though. To be honest, I remember one time I walked in and like I guess she just saw my eyes stupid red, and she was like, "Are you high? Oh no, come here, let me pray for you. Try to get some holy oil. <laughs> my mom did the same try thing. To get some holy oil. Put her hand on my forehead. My mom did the same thing. Dear Heavenly the same Father, thing. please help him. Please help. He's going through a phase right now. This is not him. This is not him. Yeah, my mom like, did the same thing. Ten years later, Kenton's, that is him. <laughs> <laughs> nah, but you know what it is, too, though? You know what it is, too, though? Kenton's mom is from Liberia, and she's like, you know, uh, I, I don't, is she African? Do you consider, are people who are from another country and migrate here, are they African-American? Like, I don't know how that works. Are you, do you have to be born here to be African-American, or are you just like African? I don't know. Sure. Oh, no, Ken's mom. Born here to be African American. I guess okay. they just African. Yeah, so Ken's mom is an African immigrant, and then my mom is a Caribbean immigrant, and I just think that that's how they handle things. Like, like one thing about my mom, and I'm sure Ken, you could relate to this too. Is my mom has a lot of like village, like tribal type of story type of things. Like, my mom believes in like witchcraft. Like my mom told me this one story how this one lady. Uh, was like she did something where she stole something and she stole from the wrong person and the person uh put a curse on her where she got pregnant with a bunch of frogs and she gave birth oh. and the frogs were poisonous and they were coming out of her and she died giving birth to like a hundred frogs. This is like a real story my mom told me. Yeah, I don't know, I'm, uh, I'm not, I'm not saying know, it's a real wild. story. I'm saying that this is what like they believe in. Like like they believe in like witchcraft and like they're really big on religion and like all these like deep and intricate things like kind of things that we wouldn't really consider like somebody told you today i'm gonna put it like they believe in voodoo my mom believes in voodoo a lot like my mom like she sees people getting like crazy accidents like back to back to back to back she thinks that somebody has like a voodoo doll and is doing stuff to them my mom she believes that stuff that's crazy um i don't know about you Ken. my mom my mom does the same thing like, she would tell me stories about witchcraft all the way in life and fun fact about me actually uh I have a very you're, historic. You're one of those background. frogs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Cam was one of the frogs. Yeah, yeah, I was one of those frogs. Now I turned into a prince. You know, he saw Shrek one time it. and look at him. No, what what was the story though? What was the story you're gonna tell? No, nah, like, uh, yeah, I have a very like historic family. We're like the Talberts of Liberia. Like my mom's uncle was the president of Liberia. I don't know if I ever told y'all this. But yeah, um, you should tell that story actually, Ken. Yeah, you never told yeah. me. Yeah, my like my mom, uncle was is like the president of Liberia, and, and they came from royalty. And also back back in the eighties, you know, um, while uh, the Talbers was in the presidential was in the presidential chair, uh, he got a coup d'etat, and then he got slaughtered on the beach of Liberia. You know, Whoa. and then my whole family, yeah, my whole family had to had to migrate to America because they was trying to kill all the Talbots of Liberia. So, yeah. can you imagine though, if your family never migrated and stuff, where you would be right now? Exactly. That's that's that's. You might that's not even been part, here. Actually. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Something could have completely different could have happened. We might have just been me and Rob on this podcast. I know, right? I'm not that's even crazy. supposed to be here, boy. Isn't yeah, that crazy? But, but, do y'all think it do y'all believe in the uh the whole like like imagine if we went back in time and you could go back in time and maybe you uh alter something and then go back into the future, like is everything gonna be different from that one like the butterfly effect? Like yeah, does one yeah, small yeah, thing yeah, yeah. change the whole course of life? That's that's crazy, actually. My auntie was telling me a story like when they was killing killing the president of Liberia, like she had to go in like a creek behind the their like mansion or whatever and hide in the creeks because everybody was like, oh, blah, 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 trying to kill them and everything. And she had to hide in the creek and get their passports and get out of there as soon as possible. That's crazy, oh, yeah. bro. Yeah. Uh, Noah's uh, having a little issue with this uh, Discord. He's coming right back. But yeah, bro, that's crazy. 
Um, my uh, my mom's side kind of had a similar thing. They weren't exactly royalty, but they were like um, they were good friends with the. I don't know if there's like a prince or a king or a president of Antigua, but um, basically my grandfather on my mom's side was an entrepreneur and he started like multiple businesses over there. And one of the businesses that he started was he used to uh, import things from America into he would go to America sometimes, I guess, is what my mom would tell me and negotiate deals. And he was the first person to bring like KFC and like certain uh, car companies over to um, Antigua. And a lot of that stuff is still there today because of him. And then um, he actually uh, like had a lot of real estate and a lot of property and a bunch of other things. Uh, he eventually had, fell on like financial problems. Like I, I, I forgot what the story was, or how his business fell apart. But he was a very yeah. successful man at one point. Um, he was never like they were never royal or like of accused of like I don't know like corruption or anything. So nobody was really ever trying to like attack them. But my mom's last name originally was Warner, and their family is uh pretty known over in uh Antigua, especially like my grandfather. He was uh he passed, but he was a very significant <clears throat> like entrepreneur at that time. He was pretty big into like uh just bringing us like American like outside culture to Antigua because I think at the time like Antigua was a very like reserved country like only doing business like amongst themselves and a select few and he kind of like opened the trade and other entrepreneurial things but yeah it's crazy how life is I'm back y'all sorry right. sorry if I messed up the uh I'll chop whatever I messed up but yeah sorry everybody I just disconnected my my mic messed up but uh I'm back what did I miss y'all were just talking about same stuff yeah, we were just yeah, finishing same. up with uh, Ken's story of uh, like his, uh, I guess, past ancestry in Liberia. Then I was explaining my past ancestry on my mom's side with uh, Antigua. Me and Ken kind oh, of have uh, similar lives and backgrounds, actually. Foreign mothers, American yeah. fathers, and then uh, the, the foreign side of our mothers in their home countries were like significant people for different reasons. Obviously, Ken's was more royalty. Whereas my grandfather was more of an entrepreneur on my mom's side and was kind of known over there for bringing certain things and like opening trade my, and doing uh, certain stuff. My friend, um, Slims or whatever, like Salma, she, uh, her dad is the, uh, she, she's from Gambia and her dad basically was like one of the presidents, uh, or whatever it is down there, like his right hand man. And um, like help make all the decisions for him and stuff like that. I don't know too much about it, so I don't want to speak on it. But yeah, it's just it's crazy how different life is in different countries and stuff like that. Um, but yo, so on an on a less uh serious note, you guys, um, I wanted to know, do you guys have any stories? Because there's a lot of stuff that Robin Kenton have experienced without me. Like like we said, y'all y'all been friends before. I've been in the picture and became the star of the group. Um, so <laughs> does, uh, do you guys have any crazy stories? Something like, I, I remember last time, uh, on our last episode, Rob told me about a story where y'all got pulled over and the cops came, he had to hide the weed in his ass, everything like that. Uh, do y'all have anything else like that, that I, I haven't been a part of that would. Yeah, I got one that I know I can't remember. Ken, you remember that me and you were downstairs rolling up some weed, playing Xbox, and we got a knock on the back door, and we opened the door, and it was the fucking bounty hunters. Whoa! Oh yeah, they, bro, what that happened? Was crazy. And we were oh, yeah. shitting our pants oh, because we thought that yeah. they were there for us, and we were rolling weed, and they, they thought us they didn't give a shit. They were there for the next door neighbor who was like a serial pedophile. Bro. This guy Wait, was like yeah, a serial child molester. No, no, nah, nah, he knocked on the, he knocked on the door, and he was like, "All right, um." I just wanted to let y'all know that um, your next door neighbor has a lot of warrants for pedophilia and he has children living in the house with him. And we're Whoa. bounty hunters. Yeah, yeah, we're bounty hunters and private investigators. And we came all the way from Canada to just come and capture him so he won't hurt or disturb any more children. So, and Bro, they were strapped up like Rambo. Living. This was yeah, in the falls was, next to your house. Yeah, uh, yeah next. Yeah, door, we actually door. had a lot of people in that neighborhood because, uh, you know, there's those websites you can search like where Watchdog, dude. The falls was crazy on Watchdog. The falls was completely full of them. That's crazy. Yeah, yeah, bro. So this, these two uh, private investigators and bounty hunters came through, and it was like, if if anything, if he tries to run over to y'all house, can y'all come over and help us? And I was like, boy, what? <laughs> 
<laughs> no, I was like, hey, I was like, all hey, right, Kitten, all right. Kitten automatically grows a uh, a blonde mullet and puts on glasses like Dog the Bounty Hunter. <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah, but I was like, oh no, this dude is living with children in his house, and he he's has warrants for pedoph- pedophilia. Oh no, we gotta get this man up out of here. So um, I mean, basically, we didn't have to help or anything, but they called the police and everything. And bro, there was like a hundred cars that pulled up in front of that house, bro, just for one person. Everybody yeah. was strapped up, wow. bro. That's crazy. I I don't know. Uh, I will. I watched this. Um. This dude on YouTube sometimes, I, I forget his channel name. Uh, yeah, I can't remember, but he does like bounty hunting. And uh, I think he does it in Florida or something like that. Kind of like Dog the Bounty Hunter, stuff like that. But that's kind of a crazy job. They, you, I don't know what the requirements are as far as like carrying a gun and stuff like that. Because it, it's not the same as being a cop. But those dudes will just strong arm into people's houses and like really find people. I guess they get the reward, right? Bounty hunters yeah. get the reward. Yeah, so yeah, they, uh, they, I mean, I'll watch it and these dudes will, they'll go to houses. They, ha- they pretty much have the, the right to search around the house and, uh, look for the people and they'll, they go into this with pretty much just a paintball gun. And you, you, that's like terrifying. I watched one and he was doing that. They went looking for this dude. I can't remember what he did wrong, but he's all on this guy's property searching for him. And there's guns everywhere already from the, from the homeowner guy that he was looking for. And this guy's searching around with a paintball gun and this guy's got rifles everywhere. Lord have mercy. That's crazy. That's a crazy (laughs) job, dude. That's like, you gotta be pretty brave. They must get paid pretty well to do that. I don't yeah, know. That's... Yeah, yeah, they definitely do. They probably have to search, search up the dude on Google and search exactly where his they probably got like a database addresses addresses were. Yeah, yeah they probably got to go in. They track them down for real. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. It's just dangerous. Like being a cop is dangerous too, but at least you have like a vest and gun, like real guns, and you have backup. Like these bounty hunter dudes, it's just like a, it's like if us three went looking for a criminal in his house with no gun. <laughs> like oh, you're really putting your life on the line for a check. But. I'm bringing the yeah, a real criminal that knows that he's about to go to jail is not going out like easy. Yeah, expect yeah. A lot of people like that's why it's so dangerous for cops and stuff because people that know they they're on probation or whatever they have a warrant and they know if they go back they got like 50 years like they're not gonna go out easy. They're gonna a lot of people would choose to die over over going to jail for the rest of their life. So Facts. they'll do whatever. Um, you got another crazy story last... we got. Oh, oh, oh go I got ahead, one go more. Ahead. I got one more. Uh, me and Kenton did uh shrooms. How old were we, Kenton? Like what, seventeen at the time, maybe eighteen? We did yeah, shrooms yeah, on a yeah. school day, yeah. a school night, bro. It was a Sunday night. We didn't go to school Monday or Tuesday, bro. We tripped for like twenty hours, bro, and it was honestly Whoa. one of the greatest experiences of my life. I think I ate like two and a half or three grams, and Kenton took a whole eighth. By the, way, strong uh, the By the way, uh, to the listeners, we're not condoning this. Don't do it. This was a stupid mistake they made back in the day. Don't do this. But we do want to hear the story. So continue. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I mean, I, I had popped three, uh, three point five of shrooms. And I think I put it on. What is that? What is a three point five? Ken, is that like a lot or a little? No, that's a lot. It's like three and a half grams. You need at least you know? two grams to trip. I took like two and a half, maybe three, and he took a whole eighth. Yeah, and then uh, we had went to our friend's house or whatever, but the the vibe was getting kind of weird over there, so we wanted to come back to my house, and I had, I, I forgot I drove. Can't so drove on shrooms, back. bro. Oh my god! <laughs> I had to drive back on alive. shrooms, and that shit was unbelievable. Like I was, I thought driving the car was easy, but on shrooms. It's totally different because. Wait, where did so, you drive? Like interstate or back? No, no, it was like or, ten minutes. It no, was like back 10 roads. Minutes. Oh, okay. It wasn't too far, but driving on shrooms, it's like, bro, you're going forward, but the back of the car is swerving left or right, so you have to really think and remember how you're driving a car sober, because that you know the the back of the car ain't gonna be swerving left or right if you're driving straight. If you're sober, but on shrooms, that shit was going back and forth. So, you know, at first I started tripping out, but then I was like, all right, all right, calm down, calm down, calm down. I could do this. And then I just started driving straight. So while the back of the car is going left and right, I'm looking at trees and they're all smiling and giggling, waving at me. 
they're waving at me, you know. I'm like, what in the world? All the lights are so <laughs> bright, too. Like, bro, lights are so bright, bright on scary, stream. Bro. I'm your pupils are fucking like a hundred fucking, they're like the size of pennies, bro. Your pupils are huge on shrooms. That's terrible. Yeah, yeah. Guys, I hope you never do that again, at least while you're driving. I hope you don't do it anyways. Oh, there's one more y'all. part. Yeah, yeah. If you're listening to this, if you're listening to this, do not do shrooms and drive. The <laughs> what is the well, one ever. thing? This is one thing we do have to say, clarify about shrooms. Shrooms is not as crazy or as intense as people think. Like people try to make shrooms seem like it's like crack or heroin or coke. It's like none of that. Like, so if I could just describe shrooms, like, all right. So like when we got back to the house, I'll never forget this. We were playing uh Marvel versus Capcom and it wasn't just me and Ken. There's like three other people we were all tripping with. And, um, we were all playing Marvel versus Capcom. And when it would be your turn to play on the controller and you would look at the screen and you're fighting, bro, like you would feel like you're in the game, like playing. Like, I don't know how to describe it. Like you're not the character fighting the other person, but you're in the game. Like the whole TV was like almost a 360. It was like there was no other space for besides the light coming from the TV. And then I remember one time, one part of it, I went outside and I had, I didn't have shoes on. I was barefoot. And it was like, you know, in the morning time, it'd be like the, the morning, like rain slash dew mist on the ground and stuff. The grass be wet and yeah. stuff. My feet were outside in the grass. And I'll never forget this. I was just standing there because the grass and like the water felt so good on my feet. And I was like, bro, I'm not going to lie. I feel like I'm a tree right now. And I just stood outside oh for like an God. hour or two. It felt so good outside. It was like the perfect temperature. Well, this is like springtime, right? So it wasn't hot. It wasn't cold like the winter. I had like shorts and a t-shirt on. You yeah, went into was... full photosynthesis. Bro, I'm not even <laughs> trolling, dude. I literally felt like I was a tree. That's no, no, nah, nah, but 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 right, like when I first took shrooms and was at home, like everything was normal at first. It didn't start kicking in until an hour later. But right when it started kicking in. I remember me just laughing and giggling, 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 giggling. I could not stop laughing. Bro, I nothing. just remembered that, and too. Then, I remember that. We were all I laughing like crazy. laughing for nothing. Then I just started backing into the corner, laughing, laughing, and looking at shit. And then all of a sudden, I had, like, Flintstones, like, vision. It was oh, like my God. Was, was in the Flintstones version. Like, I would be looking at the TV, and that shit would be a rock. But it would be playing Martin on it. And he's busting Bro. out busting, busting jokes. But Martin Martin is in a Flintstone character version. And it's one like it's never, weird. One thing to remember with shrooms so that shrooms is like weed. There's strains of shrooms. And we took a very high quality strain of shrooms. This is our first time doing it. So like this wasn't like we were smoking mid of shrooms. This is like smoking it was like, like some hydroponic gelato. Yeah, we we took blue mountain caps. There's just those were I don't know what shrooms were like at the time. Uh, of now but at the time back then blue mountain caps were some of the best rooms you could get like those were like well top you know tier. you know now it's in uh in uh denver that's like a legal recreational thing like you can go buy it out of the store now it's not that it's not as denver? crazy as people think it is they it's the the media and tv gas it up but like, they make it seem like like have you ever seen that movie shrooms the horror movie like that movie is completely fake shrooms no. is another no I, I have seen and heard of people having a bad trip but I've never had a bad trip before. My only experience with shrooms is like complete. Utter well, awesomeness. well, that brings it back to I was going to say because uh, Kenton was like it took like an hour. I don't know. I have no experience with it. I don't know what it does or how it feels or anything. But Kenton said it was like an hour before he uh, before he like felt anything. And that's probably where it gets dangerous. And because people probably, oh, this isn't working. I'm going to eat the same exact amount I just ate. And that's when it probably gets. We bad. covered yeah, we covered ours with peanut butter. More yeah, we covered ours you know, with peanut uh, butter, and then we drank a bunch of orange juice. And when then it kicked in, I was just like, "Bro, oh my god!" And then, bro, we were smoking while we were while like we were smoking a blunt, and then as we were smoking, it started kicking in. So I wasn't sure if I was getting high off the weed or high off the shrooms. And then by the time we stopped smoking, and I kept getting higher and higher, I'm like, "Oh no, 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 no! This is this isn't this isn't the weed. I'm tripping <laughs> balls. Like I'm gone right yeah, now." Yeah, and it's funny he said something about um, orange juice. The orange juice will make make the trip like ten times harder. Uh, it's something with the really? vitamin C and the drug. Like, yeah, like it makes it more intense, way more intense. So, yeah, that's pretty crazy. Um, yo, you guys, I have a question for y'all. It's Girl Scout cookie season. 
my girlfriend is bringing home some Girl Scout cookies cookies for me right now. Uh, we got to settle this here. What is the greatest Girl Scout cookie flavor? Mm, the coconut ones are pretty That's good. That's a good question. Those are good. I, I think the all-time, the one that wins with the majority of people, I might be wrong, but it's probably the coconut or the thin mint. I don't like mint yeah, flavor stuff. I hate I hate mint flavored chocolate like mint chocolate ice cream. I hate that. Like that's so disgusting. I like I like thin mint cookies though. Those are pretty good. But uh yeah, those are like the two main flavors most people get. I don't I, I like this one. I think the best one, which probably nobody even eats these, but they're these toffee ones. I was telling Rob about this, but uh yeah, yeah. I don't know. I just wanted to see what y'all's opinion was because a lot of people say uh I think most people probably say thin mints. I feel like that's the most common one that I hear, but I might be wrong. Let us know, y'all. Let us know in the comments or whatever what y'all what kind of Girl Scout cookies y'all eat. But um, you guys, so we talked about this before. Rob, you eat Subway lately. You've been eating Subway like almost every other day, at least, right? Uh, I mean that's that's pretty. Uh, that's, I I'd say that's pretty accurate. Bro, that well, that's bad, and I feel bad for your insides. But what? Why? Why I brought this up is because last night I ate Taco Bell, and uh, you guys, Taco Bell is so good. People say it's like terrible, and it probably is terrible for you. I mean, clearly it is because the reason I'm bringing it up is the aftermath of Taco Bell. Well, I, I know your you... ass was on the toilet, boy. Yeah, dude. sitting up, storm. The thing is, because everything everything there is pretty much the same. Some of it has, like, cheese on it, though, or some has whatever. And uh, I had, like, four different tacos last night. I rode my motorcycle. I went, did my taxes, got stuck because it was raining. So the closest thing was Taco Bell. And um, and it was raining. I was on my bike, so I couldn't drive home. And, uh, yeah, I got stuck in Taco Bell for, a, for, like, over an hour. So I just kept eating tacos back to back. I think I ended I up going lot. <laughs> Wait, what? I ain't gonna lie, the best tacos that was at Taco Bell's was the Doritos. Dorito, the fiery yeah, Doritos were crazy. The fiery ones, those fiery, yeah, yeah. yeah. The, the classic ones aren't Ooh, even all that. The fiery though, that thing really smacks. It's like a taki Dude. taco. Yeah, with Dude, the lemon seasoning, fire sauce on it. Put some fire sauce on it. Well, you're gonna be shitting for days. Do they sell Diablo sauce? Do they sell Diablo sauce? Yeah, they have the oh, yeah, Diablo sauce. They have you know they got rid of the verde sauce, the green one. I thought that was a dumb move. Everybody likes the verde sauce. I don't know. It was kind of weak. Um, was... No, I was gonna ask you guys, like, cause this for when I ate the Taco Bell, um, we all pretty much try to eat healthy. I think, uh, all three of us, we all we're always talking about our health and diet and stuff. So we all eat pretty healthy. But for fast food, what do you think? I guess, I don't know. I guess I have two different questions. For one, which fast food place probably messes your stomach up the worst? And which fast food place do you think that you could live off the longest? And I'm not talking about Chipotle. You can't, you can't say Chipotle because people consider that fast food. I don't. But yeah, uh, out of all those places, for one, what answer the first question, y'all. Which one do y'all think is the most toxic to your stomach? Like Hands the down. Hands down, number one is White Castle. If you've never had White Castle, then you let me <laughs> tell you. That's true, bro. Yeah, it's pretty bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let me White tell Castle you, no, no. and Crystal? No, nah, let me tell you. Let me tell you, right? I moved up here 2017. First of all, I should mention this. My dad has a very unhealthy diet. Like, hanging around my dad for 30 days is a guaranteed way to put on 100 pounds. Like, his diet is just awful. Wakes up, Dunkin' Donuts. Yeah. Lunch, McDonald's, Burger King. Dinner, large pizza and this is like every day for him How? he does not bro, care i feel like such shit when i do that even for a day i'm like bro why did i do that to myself like no no he yeah, does this every day but um so, so one day me and my dad we were leaving uh leaving a job that we were doing together because i i work with my dad and stuff and um he was like let's go get some lunch i was like all right so i'm thinking we're just gonna go to race but he's like, oh we should go to white castle I was like, I've never been there, but I've seen like the movie Harold and Kumar, blah, blah, blah. Because, you know, Harold and Kumar yeah. makes it seem like White Castle's the greatest meal ever. And to be honest, it actually is. When you go in there. It is good. The, yeah, they got those chicken rings. The chicken rings. And then I had like some mozzarella sticks and some fries. This is back when I didn't care about my diet. Now I eat like salads and like the oven roasted sandwich from Subway or like a Chipotle or I cook at home. Like I try to eat healthy or relatively healthy. I'm, I'm sure that's not the healthiest, but. I try to eat relatively healthy. I don't really eat like pizza. And burgers yeah, if you're not cooking at home, like there, you got it. Like fast food places, there's calibers. I mean, people can say that because people be like, 
which I don't understand why people say Chipotle is not healthy. Like, there's nothing unless you're because the it down definition with sour cream of fast food is food that you can go get fast. That's the only definition of fast food. So if you can walk in there and it's already made for you, you can get it quick. That's considered fast food. But no, no, no. Think, I'm not saying why do they call it fast food. I'm saying why do they consider it unhealthy? Like, you know, people are like, bro, you're you eat Chipotle way too much. Like, that's terrible. Like, there's nothing bro, bad with Chipotle. If you get a bowl from on Chipotle, what you, what you put on there. Yeah, no, that Kenton. Is true. Oh my God, I went to Chipotle with Kenton after the gym, bro. Kenton, I feel sorry for your insides after this. I'm gonna tell you what he ordered, and and I'm not exaggerating. He got a bowl. Uh, like the meat and the rice and all that doesn't matter what you get, but then it gets down to the area where it gets tricky, where where the stuff looks kind of tempting, but you got to be careful. Kenton loads his down with a scoop of queso cheese, regular shredded cheese, the hottest uh, salsa that they have there, the one that the red one, and then uh, and then he gets an extra side of the. I think you use the Tabasco or whatever you did. I mean. Bro, this is. Can, are you picturing this, Rob? Like, I mean, it's so diarrhea central. And dairy and yeah, and and then I get mine and it's all green and stuff. And he's like, uh, <laughs> Ken was like, "Dang, bro, that Loki looks healthy." <laughs> bro, this is what I get when I go to Chipotle. Because this is the thing. This is the thing about Chipotle, right? You can get a a bowl if you get a burrito. Burritos are very fattening, and if you get queso and all the other stuff, that's pretty fattening too. But normally, if I go and I get a bowl with brown rice, chicken, I normally get extra chicken, cheese, lettuce, and tomato. That right there is like, I think I think with normal chicken, it's 500. With extra chicken, it's like 620 calories. And that meal will keep me full almost all day. So to say yeah, that Chipotle is unhealthy, that, say yeah. that Chipotle is unhealth unhealthy is inaccurate. But you can make it unhealthy. You can go in there and get fucking sour cream, queso. You know what I'm saying? And fucking <clears throat> chips and all. I had chips and queso yesterday, but normally I don't. But I'm saying you can Their go in there and make your ass. shit unhealthy. Yeah, I, I don't know. If you put the queso on the bowl, it's ass. But if you eat it with just the <clears throat> chips by, yeah, by itself, yeah. it's pretty good. It tastes good. But Mo's has some pretty Mo's good. Mo's has the best. Oh, my God. Mo's all has right, the best queso, topic, but their wait, food kind of sucks, though, now. When you compare it to Chipotle, no, no, no. their food kind of sucks. But their queso while is While we're better. on the topic of Mo's, y'all. Let's just talk about, let's just bring this up for the listeners. We all know this. Me and Rob, we know this. Kenton is the biggest scammer in the world when it comes to Moe's. <laughs> and I think there's a few other places, but let me just tell y'all. Oh, me and Kenton, when, when oh. I was living in Georgia, me and Kenton would, uh, our routine. Oh, oh let, me tell, let, me, let me tell the story. Let me uh, all right. All right. Go ahead. Go ahead. Tell it your version and I'll let him know. <laughs> let him know the truth after. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all right. All right. You know, Moe's. Let's eat, you know, you get healthy or you could get it unhealthy. But I was always going to the gym, so I would come back and want some moles. But I wouldn't really feel like paying for it, you know. So uh, I'll tell y'all a little secret. Uh, you, download, <laughs> you download the moles app, you know, you just make a little fake account and just put your birthday as the day you're going there. And then you get a free breakfast or you get a free burrito for every birthday. So. You know, I would do that like every day after. It was Kenton's birthday every day. day. <laughs> Bro, you're like 107 <laughs> at this point. Day. Yeah, yeah. And, and then, you, know, you know, the employees, they didn't even catch on or anything. So I would just always get free burritos. But Yo, then, wait, wait, wait. wait no, 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 let worse. me stop you. Kenton, let me uh -oh. stop you. Because it would be your birthday every day, right? You'd go to Moe's. He would do this. Like, like I was saying, it was our routine. Basically, every day I'd pick up Kenton. We'd get in the car. We'd go drive. We'd go to the gym, either LA Fitness or Planet Fitness. And then after would be our food routine. And every time I'd be like, we had our, our, our few couple spots that were healthy around there. So we'd be like, you want to go get a salad at Zaxby's? Or do you want to go eat some, uh, some like Mexican food? Or should we go to Moe's? And every time Kenton would be like, Moe's. Most. And I'd be like, bro, they know what you're doing. But anyways, Kenton would have the audacity to go in most, do the birthday thing every single day, and then be like, uh, be like, hey, y'all think y'all could slide me some queso? <laughs> yo, already getting his food for free. Him. And he'd be like, yo, you think I could get a bigger cup? Like, instead of the water, he'd be like, let me get a water. He'd fill it up with soda. You were the full scammer <laughs> of Moe's. Like, you could yeah. single-handedly put them out of business. Yo, if you're homeless, <laughs> lost so much if you don't money. have a place to stay, if you don't have a place to stay, a place to eat, 
or anything like that, I guarantee you, do that for most, you'll be filled up every day. I'll be blessed. That is true, bro. If you're homeless, if you can just get your hands on an iPhone, you could you could scam the apps and eat for free every day. Yeah, bro. Hey, hey, if I I don't know if I'm crazy for this or not. I feel like this is the best move you could do if you're homeless. Like, if I was homeless for food, I would literally just like like how like panhandle and ask for money or whatever and just get every single day i'd probably just get enough money to go to golden corral and then i would just hang out in golden corral the entire day because you can get breakfast lunch and dinner in golden corral as much as you want Hmm. isn't that like the hack to the system right there i'm just saying if if stuff goes south you know where to find me exactly right (laughs) hey hey wait rob isn't though isn't isn't uh kenton the worst though to take out to eat yeah, I got a uh, I got a significant one. We had went to uh, Steak and Shake one time, and uh, oh, we, had got, on, we had <laughs> got uh, we had got the chicken tenders and fries, and we had tried the new strawberry cheesecake milkshake, which by the way was like out of this world, bro. That that was so Ooh. good, the strawberry cheesecake milkshake. It's like a thousand calories, so you really got to be like you know make sure you've been exercising, make sure it's your day. cheat day. Yeah. yeah, it's cheat day type thing. Um, so. I come and they bring our plates out right now. I'm not going to lie. In Ken's defense, this is what happened. She puts my plate down. You know, I got the big, juicy, luxurious tenders, the nice seasoned fries, <laughs> a nice, big, healthy milkshake. And then Ken's food comes. His milkshake looks good. The fries are seasoned, but his chicken tenders, oh, man. It was like they chose, they, it was like they chose the deformed chicken. You know, when they went to go make that stuff, like, yeah, the really bro, it was so small. It was- what did he do though? What did Kitten do about it? He like asked to speak to the manager and wanted a refund. And oh so they came God. and they brought him a whole other plate of chicken tenders and fries and he got his money back and he ate all of it. Bro, Kenton will hey. try, Kenton will put the fast food people in their place. We went to Chick-fil-A after the gym, and this is just this. Uh, we know this story. I'm going to tell it for the listeners. We went to Chick-fil-A after the gym. We were actually really on our fitness stuff back then too, going going ham at LA Fitness. And then we went to uh we went to Chick-fil-A afterwards. And for me, when I'm lifting a lot and I'm bulking and stuff, sometimes I'll just eat a little crazy and not care because I'm lifting so much. It gets you it, you get pretty swole anyways. Um so we went to Chick-fil-A and this is after the gym. We're in our workout clothes. You could tell we're we're trying to eat healthy. And so Kenton orders a salad and we're used to going to Zaxby's, which well, we mentioned this too before Zaxby's, but uh, Zaxby's gives you like a massive salad. It's like it's worth your money, right? Like you, you pretty much you're going to leave there pretty full if you get a Zaxby salad. So we went to Chick-fil-A after the gym and Ken orders a chi- uh, salad, a chicken salad, and they bring it out. And right when they set it down on the table. Kenton looks at the salad, looks back at the the server, and he's like, "What the hell?" No, <laughs> and, uh, no, 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 bro, no, no. Bro, Kenton <laughs> Ken said, "What is this?" And she was like, "That's a chicken salad." And he said, "Bro, there's barely any chicken on here." And uh, he said, "He was like, this is a tiny salad." He's throwing a fit with the with the uh, Chick Fil A people, <laughs> like, and bro, it's like you're eating a salad. You're trying to like like watch your calories anyways this fool is demanding more salad he's like no 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 uh, he said no nah, i don't know zaxby's would never do me like this and, uh, oh. bro, bro, she was like i'm sorry and uh he, he said this is just outrageous Ken brings oh, oh. his uh bro he he acts so like he acts like so official professional so trying to get yeah and so uh he he ends up he's sitting there he's like whatever i'm gonna eat it and then he's sitting there and i'm eating i've got like 12 chicken uh, chicken nuggets i'm eating fries like so he's getting jealous looking at my food and kitten's like nah fuck this kitten grabs his food and walks back up to the counter and he's like i need i need more chicken tenders this is ridiculous and they were like they chick-fil-a has like a uh like a standard when they make their salads that's what she was telling him like they use the same amount for every single salad they make same amount of chicken nuggets same amount of lettuce everything like that and he's like i don't care y'all rip me off y'all rip me off this isn't gonna fill me up and he's demanding it and they ended up giving him chicken nuggets bro <laughs> they gave wow. him yeah, bro. chicken nuggets yo my mom always taught me when you go to an establishment you gotta get what you pay for you feel me like zaxby's bro their chicken their, their chicken salad be huge bro they changed the whole standard at chick-fil-a it's like a little small little square salad 
And I'm like, oh, come on, bro. You want me to go to Zaxby's or you want me to come back to Chick-fil-A? <laughs> Dude, like Ken, they care. He was, like he acts like he's gonna put him out of business. He was like, "I'm never coming back here." And they were like, "Yeah, okay. bro." I was gonna, Ken I was should gonna be a diplomatic negotiator. Ken should be a no, diplomatic but, negotiator. But, he could get Kim Jong Un to stop sending missiles no, off. No, no, but but you're gonna give give this company your money, and they just give you like the the bottom of the barrel of what I you mean. Ordered? Come on, I, I understand you know, on no. certain things, but. I don't know. The salad really just cracked me up because it's like it literally it's like you're going there to eat less and eat healthy and you threw a fit until you got an extra 10 piece chicken nuggets or whatever. Yeah, bro. And they knew they was, they knew they did me dirty. That's why they gave it to me. Too, All right. So. But what about a CC's pizza, though, Ken? Dude, come on, Rob. What did he do? Please tell me. What tell I do me. this time? All right, all right, all right, all right. So me and Kane went to CC's Pizza, which, by the way, is like an all you can eat pizza buffet. And it's just not very good. There's a reason why it's all you can eat. So we walk in there and we paid for, um, I think we paid for like a regular meal with a water cup. I just wanted water anyway. I didn't really want any soda or anything, but Ken, the manager just had a feeling that Ken was just a little snake. You know what I mean? So Ken went to go fill his water cup up with soda and the manager caught him. And said, hey, you don't do that. And he turned around and said, all right, fine. So he poured his drink. That's not what happened, Rob. Hold on. All right. All right. You tell your verse and then I'll tell the truth. I brought my drink in. That was after you got caught. That was after you got caught with the water cup, bro. (laughs) Bro, no, I didn't, bro. Wait, wait, wait. I got a question real quick before y'all keep going. Do y'all think it really matters like when when they freak out? Because it sounds like that's what you're saying. Like the the people who work there got mad about getting soda in a water cup. Do y'all think it, uh, it makes that big of an impact on the on the price or like the company losing money is it really that big of a deal no. or are they just being pricks it's not it? it's not but uh you do realize that people go to jail for that have gone to jail for that i've seen it on the are news people, people have gone to jail on mcdonald's for getting soda out of a water cup and then the manager will just call the police and they come in and people have gone to jail people get kicked out of stealing the- technically but bro yeah. like dude, what are so they losing lame. like 20 cent or something like actually yeah, yeah but that kind of I mean, goes back to the whole thing with like you know the wealthy versus the poor. Like, you know what I mean? Like people feel like people feel like, all right, like let's say me and you are billionaires, right? And me and you need to go get our tires fixed. Noah, it's $300 to get all four of your tires fixed. The guy's going to come and try to charge you 500 and you're going to hit him up and say, bro, why are you charging me 500? You just charge somebody else 300, bro. Aren't you a billionaire? What's 200 more dollars, right? That's like the whole mentality that kind of like fucks yeah, everything but up. The, no, the reason the drink thing is weird to me is because like, if you go somewhere like McDonald's, McDonald's has the the system where it's like, which obviously they're, they're the biggest fast food chain, but McDonald's has the system and, and the same for Wawa, the gas station, uh, like where you can get any size drink for $1, mm-hmm. which it's like, so, so what's the difference in like getting a water cup and putting soda in it when you can get an extra large cup? And refill it like five times for the price of one small drink. You know what I mean? Exactly. See, um, no, I guess. On the right page. You I'm not know. disagreeing yeah, with you. Know. I'm just explaining to you their logic. Like, but yeah. Anyways, we got sidetracked. Anyways, I was just curious about that because that's something I always wonder about. But anyway, so what did Kenton do at CC's when he was when he was drink stealing? Well, the manager got upset. Then he went out to the car and brought in his own drink. And then she tried to tell him that you're not allowed to bring your own drink in here. You're supposed to pay for the drink. And he was just like, what do you want from me? <laughs> Bro, kidding. This fool. I, I, I honestly like used to not like going out to eat with him. Actually, I would appreciate it just for the good laugh and stuff. But at the same time, when we'd be walking into a food place, I'd be like, Bro, what is he about to do? Like, it's always something. I feel I feel like when you leave the place, like let's say you leave your house or the gym and you and he knows that y'all are about to go to like a food establishment, he starts rubbing his hands together like Birdman. <laughs> what am I gonna yeah, do this he, time? He downloads get the embarrassed, bro. Y'all get embarrassed for no reason, bro. You let people treat you any way they want to want to treat you. You don't do no. that shit. I mean, uh uh-uh, uh, we stand up for ourselves around me. You know, bro, <laughs> Hell yeah, this, Ken. This, this establishment money. That's exactly what they want. Money. Hey, he's still from the big man. You know, all That's I want true. is is rather is steal from I'm the rich than the poor. That's right. Hey, he yeah, could man. be out here finessing a mom and pop place. Now that is toxic, bro. If you if you finesse like a little restaurant that your friend's parents opened down the street. Now that's just that's wrong. But when it's a company like McDonald's or something, I mean, if you can figure out a way to finesse it, like I went to hey, uh, McDonald's finesses went, us every day. How the hell are they serving dollar cheeseburgers for a dollar? What's in that thing? 
Yeah, it's trash. But wait, before we get it, that's a whole different topic. I went to uh, McDonald's with my friends, and there's actually maybe y'all should try this and let us know how it goes. Uh, but uh, so I went to McDonald's with my friends, and we didn't even mean to do this, but realized it's like a loop in the system. Uh, we went through the drive-through. We ordered like probably three cheeseburgers or something like like an under five dollar order, right? And so we went around, we got our food, we left. And then we got in the we were about to leave, but then we realized we didn't have any straws for our drinks. So we got back in the drive through, went up to the thing and we're like, and she was like, how can I help you? We're like, oh, no, we're just pulling up. We just ordered, but we didn't get straws. And so we get to the second window where you're where you're supposed to pay. And she lets us through or the first window. She's like, oh, just pull up. So we get past the paying window, then get to the last window where they serve the food. And instead of giving us straws, the lady didn't know or wasn't communicated with. So she gives us like three bags of food, like full of chicken nuggets, Big Macs, uh, gives us extra drinks, milkshakes, all this stuff that the person probably the person behind us just ordered because it messed up the system. You know what I mean? Like the person behind us ordered, but we got passed through before them without paying and stuff. So we received that whole order. So. Yeah, you talking about Kenton? You way worse than he is. But that was that was an accident, though. That was an accident. But that's like you accidentally took the food on purpose. Well, I mean, I went, bro. She handed it to us. I was just like, oh, all right, and then just pulled off. I wasn't about to say nothing. I'm yeah. I mean, but that was an accidental finesse. But that is like a little flaw in their system. You can get around. Uh, just just pretty much finesse it. Bro, when me and Kent used to go to Kroger to get cash back, uh, sometimes there was, I don't know if it was the self-checkout on the front or the back, but if you, like, put in your credit card information and, like, right when you went to type in your PIN number, you pressed cancel and did it again and you were doing cash back, if you pressed $40, it would give you 80 and if you checked your bank account, you only took out 40 We used to finesse the hell out of Kroger self-checkout. Whoa. <laughs> um, that was the way hey, right there. I ain't gonna lie. Has, uh, Kent, I'm gonna bring something up. I'm not gonna get I'm not going to incriminate you or anything like that. Uh, and if it's out of pocket, we'll just wow, cut it out. Go. No, I just want to ask. You've been to jail, right? Yeah, 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 you know. <laughs> We're not even going to say what for. We're nothing like that. We're not going to get into details. But how is it in jail, bro? Because to be honest, one of my things in life that I'm just terrified of is going to jail. I I'm, like, absolutely terrified to go to jail. Uh, yeah, I mean. Dude, did he just fart? best place. No, that was my chair. I ain't gonna lie. My chair be going. Yeah, that was you, but oh, anyways. Tommy, if I were far, you would know. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. We'd <laughs> no, smell it no, through the no, mic. I'm playing. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm playing. But yeah, jail, jail's not the best place in the world, you know. It's actually pretty awful. Were you scared when you were in there at all? Or like at least when you first got there? Because how long were you there for? Like, mm, what was the time? I was there for like two months. That's the longest I've ever been. Just whoa that's pretty long though like it, it's not yeah. long in comparison to like people getting 50 years or 10 years or whatever but when you really sit there and think like 24 hours times 60 like that's a yeah, long no. ass time to be in one no, place no, i felt like a long ass michael days will go by so slow what was it what? like though what was going on in there um just Any I don't know. It was just awful. There's a lot of, you know, you're in, you're in, you're in jail. It's nothing but criminals there. You know, so you will have conversations. People want to know what you, what that. Tell them what you did. Then you ask what they did. Then they start telling you stuff that you didn't even know about. Like, you know, it's criminal activity. It, you know. Do, do you think awful. it gets worse? Do you think people will leave jail? And it's probably worse because I think that's the case. Well, no, at least yeah, let people yeah, go. Definitely, definitely. Like when they leave people... jail, they're leaving with more information on how to be a better exactly. criminal. <laughs> yeah, exactly how to be a better criminal. And um, the thing, the worst thing about jail is basically, I feel like the gang members get it the worst. Like, especially if you, you come in there and you saying you're repping this type of gang or whatever, and they test your knowledge and you don't exactly is fit. Or they don't think that you're really in this gang, they're gonna whoop your ass up and down that. <laughs> Did anybody get their ass whooped while you were in there? I've seen like four or five different fights, man. Oh my hard. god! I'll, I'll tell you this this one story, but this is the worst one. I ain't gonna lie. Oh, actually, <laughs> in, actually, in, actually, what, in the showers two. when you drop the soap? No, no, that that definitely happened. You know, I keep the soap on me in my hand. <laughs> no, no, but but it was individual showers anyway. I mean, one shower, one person goes in and 
the next person goes in. We, everybody, yeah. it's not prison, bro. It's jail. Oh, so, so in jail, you like, don't even have to shower together? No, you don't. Oh, that's it's, the main scary an, part to me. It's an individual. Yeah. It's, I don't now want I'm to, now I, can, my, I don't mind yeah. going to jail. I might go commit a crime tonight. Yeah, I'm going to go no, try no, it out. No, no, no. Don't do it. Don't. Do it. One thing, this is, it was this one um, guy, he came into jail. Uh, he said he was a blood or whatever. And then uh, one. Move one your phone away from the mic, testing. bro. One oh, one person started like testing his knowledge or whatever, and then they figured out he wasn't exactly what he said he was. So they were just plotting on him all night, and then the dude went to sleep, and out of his sleep they started beating him up while oh he was my sleeping, God. and he was on the top, the top bunk. So he, oh yeah, and mind you, like this is a pod of like forty people 40 criminals in one pod and it's bunk, bunk beds oh my god and oh yeah yeah, yeah. like the, i like, know what you mean because i've seen like a, it's like a camp it's, it's like a camp yeah 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 it's like all the yeah, beds yeah. lined up like that yeah 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 all the beds lined up so they start whooping this dude's ass and he falls off of the off of the uh the top bunk and like bro oh my god it was so awful. they devastated they whooped, him they whooped him around the whole pod Oh my! Oh god. my god! And That's yeah, terrifying. Like it, it was, and it, and it, it was. How many of them person. was it versus him? It was like ten guys, bro. What? Uh, one dude, because see, he, look, because he was false claiming, because he was false claiming. Yeah. So, yeah, that's like some gang activity shit, bro. But yeah, but after, but when they whooped his ass, I think like his nose got split, his lip got split. It was blood everywhere. We had to clean up the pod everything bro it was awful see and what scares me about that is like i know my my main thing is like say if i went to jail for some reason i really hope i never do but let's just say for example i uh get caught doing something super small maybe it's like all oh, smoking in a car or something like that and you get car caught and they uh put you in there and uh you're in there with a bunch of people that pretty much because when you go to jail it's not like a lot of like people don't go straight to prison so they put you in jail with people that might have just robbed a bank or something like. Depending yeah, on murderers. It was a yeah. a, a attempted murderers in there. And, you know, yeah, so... anybody, anybody who snitches get their ass whooped. Anybody who does some type of pedophilia, like pedophilia or whatever, they get their ass whooped. Any type of rape, they get their ass whooped. Oh bro, my god! People... But you know what's weird about that, bro? Is that like and. I don't know. I don't know. It's a weird subject to bring up anyways, but like in prison and stuff like that, it's, there's a lot of like people who uh, rape other inmates and stuff like that. But the it's crazy because when, it, when you're somebody that's coming in there and you're in there for rape or whatever it is, and then they go back and do it to you. It's like, what are you? I, I don't understand. The whole that. shit I contradictory. About that. I don't know nothing about that to be honest. Because like, yeah, yeah, I, I don't even. Really that's know. like some prison. That's like some prison shit, bro. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Prison yeah, I heard is that shit don't worse. really be happening in jail like that. I heard that shit don't be happening yeah, but, in jail like that. But imagine, imagine being in jail and have to take a shit. <gasps> Did oh, did you do it? Well, you 40, had to. You were there 40 for two people. Minutes. Forty people in one pod, and you <laughs> taking a shit. You gotta take a shit in front of everybody. So what I would do, I would get my blanket. You know, I get my toilet tissue. I put my blanket. Wipe your ass. Shield me. No, I was shield. Definitely, (laughs) I was shield myself out. That's what everybody do. You have to shield yourself out. And and bro, you cannot let that shit stay in that toilet for for longer than two seconds. You got to keep flushing. Are you serious? Yeah, everybody. Every time you drop, you got to flush, or everybody's gonna start smelling your shit. They're gonna start getting mad at you. Oh my god, that's insane, bro! I honestly, I probably would have shit myself. I would have been way too scared. Yeah, yeah. What you gotta do is become uh, the biggest, buffest, swollest motherfucker in there, and then you, when you take a shit, you just tell everybody, "Yeah, motherfucker, you gonna smell this? What y'all gonna do about it? Nothing." Yeah, I wonder if how it goes about like when you're in there because you never know. Like, so basically, there's there's usually somebody in the pod that's like a pod leader from from what I've seen on like shows. I might be wrong. So so look, there might usually be a pod leader, right? Somebody that's been in there longer than everybody. He might be more. Am I the pod leader of this podcast? No, 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 that's me. But anyways, um, so there's usually a pod leader, right? How did the rest of the people know 
this guy is really not just a big pussy and he's faking. Like, you could go in there, right, well, and act honest, like a straight savage, and you could really just be the biggest pussy. No, because they, I mean, the pop leader always going to get, they're always the, the main person to speak up for everything. If something's not going right, somebody's getting done dirty, they'll speak up. You know, they'll actually be the one that's fighting. You know, he'll usually be a gang member, big buff gang member or whatever, and knocking on the doors, asking for extra tissue, is getting extra plates, you know, like. That's crazy. I bet those are the guys that just always go back because they really don't give up. They probably get treated like a fucking king in the pod. But when they go back home, their baby mom is fucking whooping their ass and they're broke <laughs> and all this shit. So they're like, fuck it, I'm going back. <laughs> nah, but the thing is, bro, when you were going to jail, especially somebody who's never been to jail, just mind your business. Mind your business. Don't bother nobody. Nobody's yeah, you think if you go in there and completely just isolate yourself or just, like, if somebody talks to you, obviously just say what's up or whatever, if they're being cool. But if you just go in there and don't really say anything, majority of the time like you think you're you're pretty safe or no no actually that that you you will be safe because it was one um chinese guy he would act like he didn't know any english he wouldn't talk with nobody he was just genius that's what i'm doing i'm going in there speaking chinese going in there and act deaf or something (laughs) yeah he wouldn't even yeah he would go get his commissary you know go back to his to his bunk he'll be sleeping all the time Ask for no remotes, no nothing. You know, low key, like he that. probably knew. Fuck, he was probably like a fucking black belt, and he's like, "Yeah, I'm just gonna stay silent <laughs> before I catch another case in you." <laughs> oh yeah, and and yeah, yeah. Another thing in jail, man. Sometimes you get bored. So, if, what do you do? Like, Beat your meat? Do you do that in there or no? Do people do that? Probably. No, I guess they have to. Yeah, definitely. People do that. Probably in the showers or some shit. It's kind of weird. I didn't do that. I stayed. I kept uh, my nut to myself. <laughs> you probably got <laughs> out and instantly logged on porno. Nah, nah, nah. But usually when somebody comes in, like they'll press you. They'll be like, yo, you got any smoke? Any smoke? Because some people be hiding like. Yeah, they'll tobacco, come in with it right tobacco, away. Tobacco, weed, and they ass or whatever. And then they have to like shit it out. And Sounds like somebody we know. Smoke. Rob, perfect for that. Imagine though, imagine if they would have took Rob that day and Rob's in there, and then he just pulls out the sack. Everybody's passing around joints that came from Rob's ass. Nah, but yeah, but if you ever go in there, you better try to sell that. Food is trash, and the only way you can sell it is basically getting commissary. Commissary comes like once a week, and you get like Doritos and. And honey buns. So you're basically living off chocolate. Of, you're just barely eating shit while you're in there. Yeah, you're you're, you're eating junk food, trash ass food. But you know the people that they the people that get like 20 years and shit, they just basically they just stomach through it and they just eat the real food too. Because I know when you're in there for a short sentence or like if I was in there for three days or something, I'm not gonna be eating the the lunch trays and stuff. So I mean, I'll yeah, starve myself yeah. for a few days. But when it comes down to like you're in there for a couple years. You just gotta buckle down. No, no, yeah, it. yeah. You you're gonna have to you gonna stop. <laughs> no, but yeah. I mean, sometimes it don't be too bad, like the cake. <laughs> what kind of cake were you eating? <laughs> Whoa. Whoa. Bro, come on. Nah, come on. <laughs> yeah, yeah, My bro. bad, bro. That's know, I'm man. I'm glad you're out, bro. I'm glad all that is behind you. Uh I'm ready to see you make some millions, some multi bands. Yeah, man, you're yeah. glad that's behind you. That was in a that was in a different time in his life, and all that's behind him. But we just don't want to talk too much about it. But uh, yeah, I mean, I don't know, bro. Thanks for sharing the jail story because I've only seen stuff on TV. You know that show, Sixty Days In, right? It's like uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They yeah. go in there, yeah, they go in there under the in uh in disguise. I mean, those I saw one, and one of the dudes got his ass whooped. They beat the shit out of this dude. He was like, I'm out, I'm out, I'm out. You basically go in there and you can't let them know that you're an inmate. And uh, yeah, if y'all have never seen that show, if you're listening, you've never seen that show. It's on, I think it's on Hulu. I might be wrong, but uh, it's a crazy show. They send these, they send a bunch of regular people in there that just want to experience jail for 60 days. And uh, so you literally go in there, get treated exactly like an inmate, and you have a fake, you have a fake 
backing story of why you're in jail and the inmates treat you like other inmates. They have no idea that you're that you're not actually supposed to be there, which I, I could see. I, I guess I could see why people would want to do it if you're getting like on a show and you're paid and you're you just want to see what it's like. I mean, I guess I don't think I would ever do it, but that's goofy. You couldn't catch me doing no shit like that. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. But it's like I don't know. It, it's kind of like a thing where it's like you can go in there. You might be in there for a couple hours and you could go out and tell the producers, hey, I'm done. I quit. And they'll let you out. So maybe if I mean, yeah, I don't know. I would never want to do it, but I could see where where there's people that would want to go in there and see what it's like. And I'm sure they get paid good off the show. So. Yeah. Um. Well, guys, how long have we been recording, Rob? Uh, An hour and five minutes. Oh, whoa. Well, I guess that's good for it. I guess that's good for the episode. I think we got some good content in. You guys, our boy Kenton, he's going to be back a lot. He's going to be a regular. Multi-bands, multi-bands. Multi-bands. Make sure you go follow him on his social media. Just multi-bands. You'll see it on Instagram and stuff. And uh, as usual, your main host, Noah Woods, and your your bottom-tier host, Rob Dallas. I'm joking. I'm joking. Yo, let us know. Let us know who has the crown for the king host in here. It might be Kenton. Who knows? Yeah, the the listeners might want more of you, bro. So if y'all do, just let us know. You got the email. It's underpaidpodcast at gmail.com. And uh yeah, let us know what you want to hear more of if you want Kenton to come back. Or if you want him to stay as far away as possible. I think that's how me and <laughs> Rob feel, but we're here for you guys. So uh Rob, anything anything else? Y'all gonna have to cut the check to get me back in this. How much? One billion (laughs) dollars. Yo, Rob, uh, anything else you want to plug your your YouTube or gaming channel or anything? Yeah, follow me at uh, Rob Dolls Gaming and check out Rob Dolls Beats too. I'm about to start uploading my beats again. So, uh, hey, you guys, also, yeah, me and Rob make good music. We haven't dropped in a long time, but we we actually just talked about this. We might uh, drop one of our songs that's just been sitting away in our email. So, uh, stay on the lookout for that. Rob's a super fire producer. And uh, he's got some good YouTube content out there, too. And uh, we're trying to get our boy our boy Kenton on it, too, with us. So we're all just pushing content. We're all helping each other out. So you know what? If, uh, if, if we catch you beating the shit out of Kenton in jail, you can, you can expect uh, me and Rob to pull up and whoop your ass. And the same for, well, I don't know if we would do the same for Rob, but, you know, we're, you get the picture. We're all boys, no. and we're all, we're all helping each other out, so. No, I ain't gonna lie. If you was in jail, you'll be. Yeah, well, your mic just cut out, bro. So we missed the joke. But boxers and all, you doing all the laundry? (laughs) Is that a bad thing? Uh, yeah. Doing the laundry is that a bad thing in jail? Basically, like a little girl, you know. Yeah, you know what they say in jail. They say the top. Wait, were you on the top or bottom bunk? I was on the bottom bunk. Are you lying? No, I got a bottom bump. That's one thing about jail. You could come out lying your ass off. You could be like, yeah, I beat the fuck out of all these people. And nobody would know. But uh, they say the top bunk is for the bitches. I was smashing the CO. Yeah. bad. That dude. (laughs) What? Uh, Uh, What? All right. uh, Hey, it's been another episode of Underpaid, guys. Make sure you support. Keep listening. We're going to drop episodes every week, sometimes twice a week. We we did that last week. So, uh, yeah, we'll... uh, We'll catch you guys in the next week or so. I hope you guys are enjoying. Make sure you follow bands, follow Rob. That's it, you guys. Underpaid. Don't follow Noah. Everybody follow me, Multibands, at Multibands, you know? Yeah. You uh, know don't that, do that. At Multiple Sclerosis. Are you guys done with the jokes? We're just are trying we to done? close out that. Episode. Are we closing yeah, out the recording? Done, yes. All yeah, right, I peace. Think we're closing it. All right. Underpaid. Peace.